This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Sister Mills, verse 1 of chapter 15. Our lesson is entitled, Abide in the True Vine. I'm reading from Deacon Sneed's favorite book, John, of course. And it is first one, chapter 15. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Jesus, uh, uh, if you would, uh, 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 Sister Mills, uh, run over to the last uh, verse of chapter 14 uh, right quick as I talk. And I'll, I'll show you, I know what I'm talking about. Jesus has just finished this discourse in the upper room with the uh, disciples, sharing with them, revealing to them, unveiling to them uh, the God-man, that he, in fact, is the God-man, that he is God incarnate, that he is God in the flesh. And, and, and he, he does it in, in three very cogent phrases. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. This, this, this of course, is, uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, is uh, a few of the I ams that Jesus uh, 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 states in, uh, as John presents it. Uh, and, and in this particular uh, a verse today, Jesus states another I am, and that is, I am the true vine. And he does it, Sister Mills, in verse, uh, the last verse of chapter 14, what, what does it say? That would be chapter, I mean, verse 31, and it says, but that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do arise, let us go hence. Arise and let us go hence. It means that they move from the room that they were in to another location. Now, we don't know what that location is, but it, would, it, uh, it is suggested by verse one that it is either in the Kindron Valley where the grape uh, grapevines are, are plentiful, or it could have been in the temple itself in which there is a, 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 a symbol. The vine is a symbol on the door of the temple. But wherever, wherever it was, Jesus used this opportunity to further clarify that which he had already taught in verse 14. And he does it by saying, oh, you see that vine? You see those grapes? You see that vine? I am the true vine. I'm the genuine vine. I, I am the real deal. I am the vine. And, and what in, it, in that statement, Jesus is saying, all that I have taught you is not about Israel or your religion. It's all been about me. I am the true Israel. I am the true vine. I am where your focus should be. Where you get your identity is in me, not in your religion, not in the, your nationality, not in the church you go to, not, not, not in the pastor that heads that church, not in the bishop, not, not in the potentate. You get your identity 
in Christ because I'm the real deal. I'm the true. <laughs> I'm what you need to believe in. I am what you need to trust in. Yeah, great. Trust your country. Yeah, great. Trust your church. Yeah, great. Church your community. Yeah, great. Trust your children. But I'm the real deal. Your trust has got to be rooted in me. Sister Mills, tell us why. Verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. First of all, in the B clause of verse one, he says, my father is the gardener, the husbandman, the vine dresser. In other words, God functions as the protector and then in verse two, it shows us that God is the uh, 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 keeper, the protector of the very vine. And he says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit is taken away by whom? Not by the church, not, not, not by the pastor, not by your deacon, but by the gardener, the vine dresser, God himself. And he says here, he says, every branch that is in me beareth fruit. The whole purpose of the vine and of the branches is to bear fruit. Bear fruit. Now, I, I want y'all to hear this. Did anybody in this week in, in discussing today's lesson see salvation in verse two? Because that's not the subject. Six times in this chapter, and these three verses long, Jesus talks about fruit bearing. So if he talks that much about fruit bearing, Fruit bearing must be the subject of this discourse. Mm -hmm. And he says, every branch that is attached to me and bears not fruit is taken away. And so we've got to know that we're not talking about losing your salvation here. And I guarantee you, I can prove it. Uh, Minister Harry Brown. I think I had you open your Bible to Galatians 5, 22, 23. You knew where I was going anyway. Uh, Galatians 5, 22, 23. I want y'all to hear ye, uh, Minister Brown. Uh, okay. And, and, and she's going to tell us what fruit is. Okay, you say 22 and 23? Yeah, yes, ma'am. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, what? joy, what? peace, what? Love and suffering, what? gentleness, what? goodness, what? What? Miss temperance against such there is no law. The word is clear that the fruit of the spirit are those things. And Jesus says that every branch that is attached to him bears that fruit. So if we're going to talk about fruit bearing, that's the fruit that we're talking about. 
And he says that every branch bears fruit. So the quality of every branch that's attached to the vine is to bear fruit. And that bearing of fruit is one of those that Minister Brown just read to you. And he says, if there, it doesn't bear fruit, if the branch doesn't bear fruit, it's taken away. Now, that, Brother Bogan, that, that, that's, that's where some denominations and some people go crazy because they think they're talking about salvation. But salvation hasn't been. Because Jesus says in verse 1, he's talking to true believers. He is the true vine that you need to believe in. That believers, he's not talking about non-believers. He's talking about believers. And he says believers are attached. In other words, believers are attached to the true vine. And they're attached to the true vine for the purpose of fruit bearing. You can attach yourself to any other thing. Your religion, your church, whatever. But unless you attach, unless you identify in Christ, and how you identify in Christ is that you are reborn. You are grafted into the family. And that, that vine gives those branches all the nourishment it needs in order to produce fruit. That vine does all the pruning. That brine vine does all the, the cleansing in order or to enable fruit bearing. But Jesus starts off by saying, I'm the real vine. Not the vines, vines that, that run in Napa Valley. Not the vine that is on your symbols in your churches. But I am God revealed in the flesh. And those that are attached to me produce fruit. What an object lesson. Taking a little old grapevine and, and amplifying it, personifying it to the point that it teaches a principle that he's already discussed. Verse 3 says, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Remember that taken away and purging. That that's that's see when when the grapes grew in this this area this region of the world, they grew it on the ground, mm -hmm. and 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 the grapes uh, would get dirty. And so what 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 the the gardener would do? He would go and lift. The grapes up. That's the taking away. That word uh, is really lifting. He lifts up the grapes and he washes them before they ripen. And here in verse three, it says that the way that those that are attached to the true vine are washed is by the word. <laughs> That's how you produce fruit. Is because you are lifted up to a place from a place where you're 
can't produce very well to a place where you can produce and you're cleansed. And here he says, you're cleansed by the word of God. Now faith cometh by the hearing of the word, but now it seems to say, says that when you're attached to the true vine, that the word actually cleanses you, it purifies you. The word is a mirror that you can look at and you know whether or not you've got dirt or matter in your eyes or not, or whether your hair needs to be combed or, or, or just uh, 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 greased over. You know, the word cleanses you. So it says here that first of all, if you're going to be attached to the vine, you're going to produce fruit. But if you're going to produce fruit, you got to stay in the word so that you're cleansed. Mm-hmm. Verse four. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye accept ye abide in me. Oh, what a beautiful object lesson. He says, just like those branches have to be attached to the vine to get that nourishment. He says, those branches have to remain connected. Mm-hmm. In other words, you not only have to be attached, you got to be available. Where have we heard that from? You not only have to be attached, you have to remain. You have to be available if you're going to bear fruit. He's, he says, but it is a reciprocal relationship. You abide in him and he abides in you. He abides in you. You abide in him. You are made available to the vine and except you remain, except you stay connected, you can't bear fruit. Uh, Mr. Brown, don't, don't go nowhere. I know you didn't change the chapter. I, I, I need for you to read them one more time. When I finish my statement, I will need you to read them Verse 22 and 23 again, it says, abide in me and I knew because the branch can't bear fruit. See, because remember now, once you accept Jesus Christ, once you identify with Christ, you are indwelt by his Holy Spirit. And that spirit enables you Spirit abides in you, and you now abide in that spirit. And therefore, this is the product that it produces. And what is it? Verse 22, 23 again. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. You know, maybe the reason why we have so many professing Christians uh, 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 not showing love uh, uh, it, it, it is because they're not abiding. Amen. They're not being washed in the word. They're in a place 
to produce fruit, but they're on the ground and they need to be lifted. And and and, and John has already told us there is uh, this husbandman, there is God Himself who will lift us from the place and wash us with His Word. But he also, remember, I didn't deal with the purpose because we will, we will be back on that. He will remove anything out of your life that keeps you from bearing fruit. So if we don't see love, maybe somebody's not available. Maybe somebody's not abiding. If we don't see long suffering and patience with one another, if we don't see joy, we can't find joy in the day that the Lord has made. Maybe somebody is not abiding. Maybe somebody is not being washed by the word. Maybe there is activity, but there's no abiding. And that's a dangerous position to be in, where people are just doing, 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 and not bearing, bearing, bearing. And, and as a matter of fact, if you look at the tenor of this particular text, uh, Sister Mill, you will see that, yes, primarily you're to uh, bear fruit, but it's progressive. It, 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 it's, it, 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 it's like salvation in a way. In other words, there's fruit bearing, there's more fruit, and then there's much fruit. Oh, oh y'all, y'all, that, that old oh, Bogan, that went right by. That was a fastball right down the middle. See, because it was progressive. See, you're probably looking at somebody who's much, you think it's much, and you think you're not doing anything. But, but the, the first step is to bear fruit. And once you bear fruit, there'll be more fruit because fruit reproduces. And the more becomes much. But you got to be attached and you got to abide. Oh, Jesus, teach this lesson today. Show us today that you are the God man, that you are the true vine, that everything about when you say you are the life, you're the one that sus you're not only the creator and giver of life, you sustain life by uh, nurturing us and caring for us as the true vine. Verse five says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me, ye can do nothing. Uh, uh, Minister Brown, would you read those uh, fruits again for me? Just read the fruits for me, please. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Now, Sister uh, Mills, would you read verse five again, please? I am the vine. Ye true are vine. the branches. You true, true branches. <laughs> he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Jesus says it is impossible to have life without him. You're looking for a product? And you don't even have life? You're, you're looking to be a producer? And you don't have life? 
Man was not a self-progenitor. Only God is a self-progenitor. Man was created. Man was created to produce. And Jesus says the only way that you can uh, really produce the things that matter, the fruit that matters, is that you abide. That you be attached and that you make yourself available. Didn't say be attached and have activity. Because Minister Brown can read. She says, be attached and love. Be attached and be patient. Be attached and have joy. These are the fruits of the Spirit. This is what's produced when Christ abides in me and I abide in Christ. That is the genuineness. There's no fake product. That, 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 you know, apples don't attach themselves to grapevines. But the true vine says that this is the fruit that can be expected when you abide in it, when you're attached, and when you remain. And the only way you can remain, he's already said, you got to be washed in the word. If you're going to be washed in the word, you got to be immersed in the word. You got to stay in the word. Mm -hmm. Verse 6 If a man abide not in me He is cast forth as a branch As is withered And men gather them And cast them into the fire And they are burned Here Jesus is not talking about salvation Jesus is talking about your works mm -hmm. Um, Jesus is saying if you don't abide in the true branch you won't produce fruit you are withered you are dried up and what God does remember that lifting that lifting that we talked about out of verse two, that lifting can be put you in a place where you'll be more productive or take you out of the place because you will not bear the fruit. Doesn't mean you're not saved. And the perfect example. There have been men in the gospel who could literally preach the skin off of a mule they were that powerful. And then years later, months later, decades later, they couldn't do nothing. Part of that is because there's no fruit bearing and God has removed them from a place that thing that you do that, that is talked about in 1 Corinthians 5 and 13, that work, that activity. So, so in other words, you're real active in ministry, but you don't ever want to come to discipleship. 
You don't ever come to family church school. You don't ever want to uh, come with lunch with the Lord. You don't ever want to get uh, be in prayer. You don't ever want to. Hey, I'm just telling you about your activities. Hmm. Activities don't equal fruit. Those activities will be burned up. And God has given us plenty and ample opportunity to do the activity and bear the fruit. Can you love while you're serving? Can you be patient with those who are less mature and need to be brought along? Can you have joy when everything around you is falling apart? You can't go to church. Your, your family is sick. Your friends are sick. You can't travel. Can you still have joy? Mm. The only way you're going to do that is by the word and prayer. Because that abiding is not only staying in the word of God, but that abiding is communing with God. And to commune with God, you got to talk with God. You got to have fellowship with God. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear me this morning? See, Jesus is, is teaching his disciples all that he has done in his Christocentric ministry, Sister Mills, that he is going to prepare a place for them to do further work so that the church can do churchocentric yes. ministry. Y'all don't hear me. Amen. Jesus says, I am the true vine. Jesus says, if any man is attached and available, to me, he's going to have fruit. He's going to bear fruit. And he will have fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. Oh, y'all hear me? <laughs> He'll have fruit, more fruit, and much. It's, it's right there. All you got to do is read it. Read it for yourself. <laughs> Jesus says, I am the true vine. And the thing about it, we connect ourselves to a lot of things and we remain in a lot of things. There, 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 there are churches that, that uh, connect themselves to things and they remain in certain conventions and associations and all of that. Uh, you know, there, there are people that are more connected to a pastor or a, a family church school teacher than they are to Christ. And Jesus says there is no substitute because you can be connected to the family church school teacher and uh, uh, your, 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 fam, uh, your church pastor and, and your government. And you won't bear the fruit that's necessary for fruit bearing. That's representative of a true believer. Jesus here is talking to believers. He's talking to the church that he will soon establish. And he's defining for them the work that they should be doing. He will give them a mission, but he will say the evidence of that mission uh, is, a, is a byproduct. That, that mission, that great commission, that's a byproduct of fruit bearing. In other words, Jesus is saying, it's all right, you know, for the leaves to be pretty, pretty on a grapevine. But I'm not looking for leaves 
I'm looking for fruit. <laughs> I'm not looking for your activity, the things that look good externally. I'm looking for the proof in the pudding because I'm genuine and my believers are genuine. My believers attached and abiding in me produce fruit. Uh, Minister Brown, would you tell us what that fruit is again? I, 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 I don't, I don't remember. Just, just, just tell me what the fruit is. I, I, I mean, because there, there, there are some says, "Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go usher." You can't usher today, <laughs> but you can what? 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 Sister Brown, you can love. Love. Oh, wait a minute. Did you say love? You can love today. You you can love today, and you won't be inside any walls of any church. But you can love, Sister Brown. Joy. Oh, you can have joy. You can have unspeakable joy. You can have the joy of the Lord because the Lord resides in you. And he's nothing but joy. He is charis. He is grace. Because that's what joy is, grace. Sister Brown? Peace. Peace. Hey. You can have peace today. <laughs> you can start it in your house. Hey, just have peace in your home. Mm-hmm. You can have peace. When you're connected to the vine, the fruit of the spirit is love, peace, joy, patience. Gentleness. Gentleness. Goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Balance. Many of us have been running, 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 running. And that temperance, all it is is balance. Sister Gwen, all all it is is balance. All we want to do is work, 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 do, do, do. And God says, balance. Show me some balance. That's a fruit. You don't have to be everywhere every, all the time. Only God has that responsibility. Because he can. He's omnipresent. You are not. Oh, I'm teaching. I'm teaching better than y'all. Uh, Amen. 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 You know, because I got this thing because it's it's the great object lesson. He's using a vine to show authenticity. He's using a vine to show identification. He's using a vine to show you the importance of connection. Y'all ready to go to church? Read uh, Sister Mills, verse 7. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Brother Ransby, he done gave us another one. On his way out, he said, take this as you leave. <laughs> you know, as you, as you walk by the door, as you walk in the, whether you're either walking by the door or you're walking down in the Valley of Kindron, you know, and, 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 and take, take this. You not only need my word to abide, you need prayer. Yes, 
We've been telling you all and Jesus now uses this object. He uses a grapevine to tell us we need to read the word so we can talk to the Lord. Y'all don't get it? The reason why you need to abide in the word, it washes you. It shows you for what you are. And then it reveals what you can say to the Father. That, that's why when you pray, you will always pray in his will. And it will be answered because you know what his word says. <sighs> the true vine. The real identifier. The real connection, the true connection. Jesus says, I am all of that. And here's how you can be attached and remain. If you're going to remain in me, Christians, read the word. Don't, 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 don't substitute activity for reading the word of God, studying the word of God, and praying that word of God to God. Jesus says, this is how you abide. Because I know some of you asked the question, well, how is it that I'm to abide? Jesus says, I tell you what, I'll, gi I'll give you a summary in the object lesson. Just read the word and pray to me. Amen. That's how you do it. Read the word. And pray to me. That's all. So all, all this worry about I can't do this, I can't do that. Do what you can do. Amen. See, because some grapes, they can't grow and reproduce until they're lifted out of that place. See, so maybe this is your time. This is your period. Maybe these past two years and, and, and subsequent days and months and maybe even years is your opportunity to be lifted so that you now become more abiding in the word of God, more in tune with talking to God, the true vine. Verse 8. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. Look at it this way. The whole purpose of fruit bearing, Monty, is to glorify God. Amen. See, you're not to read the word of God. You're not to pray the word of God just so that it would bring glory to you. Mm -mm. See, you love because when you love, God is glorified. When, 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 when you are temperate, God is glorified. When you are long-suffering, God is glorified. When you have joy, you have no reason to walk around with your head hung down. And yes, we are going through some tough times. So tough. That's that's what the lesson is about. That's what this unit is about. It's about truth and trials. Jesus is about to face a great trial in his life. But he's sharing with his disciples through this upper room discourse. And now this week in this 
uh, 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 object lesson in either the temple or the Kindred Valley. He's sharing what it is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. He says, first of all, recognize that Jesus is the object of your faith and that you are in him as he is in you. That you are washed by his very words and you are affected and affected by the very prayers that come out of your mouth. That you are producing and bearing fruit and every day you bear more fruit and every day in the days to come you'll bear much fruit because you have an authentic relationship with the one true God who is the real deal in his last statements of I am he uses this discourse with the disciples to say I'm real and if you want a real relationship with me there is evidence of the reality of that real relationship. And that is fruit bearing. And Brother Paul clarified for us later on, says if you didn't understand what Jesus was saying in John 15, listen to what I have to say in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. The fruit that he's talking about is the fruit that can only be produced by the Spirit of God. Amen. See you guys next week. <laughs>